Hey guys, it's Gary Vay, Nurchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. First of all, I've never ever seen it, someone get a rock star reception like you just had. Is, is that something you get used to? It's something that um, you never get used to, and you always, if I think, I, don't, I can't speak for others, but I always felt was maybe there, you know? In, your, in you, you want to say. Yeah, I feel like somewhere deep down I always felt there was some sort of version of this in my destiny. It didn't manifest the way I thought. I didn't know the internet was gonna happen. I didn't know, I didn't know it would happen in this, ext- I thought it would be more on a pedestal for my business accomplishments. You could only see how the Bill Gateses and the Rockefellers and the, you know, it wasn't this cool. You know, business people are cool, entrepreneurs are cool now. So it's taken a little bit more, more young fandom than I anticipated. But deep down I always felt like I was gifted something that over the course of my life it would manifest. I knew that I, I knew people liked me because I liked them more. That has really played out for me. And, and was it always an idea to do that in business or? Yes, I, yeah. since I was 13 I knew it was gonna be a business, you know, even before that, but yes, I always knew I was a businessman. Hawking the baseball cards. And Lemonade, like, yeah. like my whole life. I did nothing else. Mm-hmm. Not school, not theater, not music, not, I was interested in nothing but being a businessman. Purebred, you know, like purebred, mm-hmm. like a pure, purebred entrepreneur. But I also was the same kid that was really nice to the most disliked nerd kid in my school and the most popular. I always got along with everybody and I think that's playing out in social media. A lot of different types of people can appreciate uh, my message, my attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can go yeah, back to the beginning. Yeah. Um, well, Wine Library TV yes. now seems like, like a genius move. Yes. Well, I, I can imagine that back in the day it was... The stupidest thing. Why, YouTube was only less than a year old. Um, why was I wasting my time on it? Mm-hmm. I was building the business. Why am I spending an hour making a show and then four, or five, 10, 11 hours interacting with people in the comments? I'm supposed to be running a business. Mm-hmm. I just built this big business. What are you doing? T- you know, it wasn't that I knew how everything would play out, but I knew that it was right. I knew that people were gonna pay attention. I knew that the attention would go there. And I, and I didn't know that I would be such a showman. I didn't know I could do this. Uh, but when I realized I could very quickly, I said, okay, this is really interesting. You know, being funny in class is one thing. Being able to do it on a world on stage camera, yeah. and on camera is another thing. But it happened and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't have any entertainers or those kind of people in my family, so it never crossed my mind. Um, but when I realized I had a little something, um, and then I became addicting, you know, it builds on itself. Mm-hmm. You know, that feeling, builds makes me want to try harder to have more of that feeling and it becomes a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a lot of love for what you did with yes. Wine, Wine Library TV but yes. you also had your fair amount of hate. How do you explain that? It's something you, meaning like what that, people? Yeah, that, that, that people like yeah. uh, look down yeah. upon, uh, maybe said you, you were dumbing down yes. on the wine. Yeah, and, that's very true. The wine industry did not like it at first. When you're a pioneer, you have to be willing to take a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that invent the future are the ones who have the self-confidence and the humility and the ego and the, and the intestinal fortitude to deal with the pushback of the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that has manifested throughout your career, I, can, I think I can say. Uh, in Belgium we have a saying, I don't know if it's in English, the high trees catch the most wind. Hmm. Um, is, that, hmm. is that what, what, what has been said? I love it. Is that maybe yes. what we see? And that will be for, until I die. Yeah? I will always innovate. 
I have too much confidence to worry about what other people think. Mm-hmm. All the upside is being a pioneer. Uh, I want to be the highest tree mm-hmm. with the heaviest wind. Is it maybe also fair to say that you move around in a, in a sector that has too much bullshit? I think everything has bullshit. I feel like the sectors that I just happened to jump into were the sectors I jumped into. Mm-hmm. But finance, healthcare, education, politics, the auto industry, I mean, they all have it. Mm-hmm. Because humans manifest bullshit. Humans create bullshit and politics to protect their short-term interest. Mm-hmm. But how do you, as a client, separate the wheat from the chef? Um, you try. You know, and, and sometimes you swing and miss. You swing and miss, and sometimes you hit three home runs. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's the talent of a client. I surely don't struggle with it when I'm a client. Use intuition. You're not, like I told him, you're not scared to fire if you pick the wrong thing. You just move. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you, you, you've been in social media since it existed? Yeah. How have you seen it change? I think people are starting to take it more seriously, especially with things like Brexit and Donald Trump. I think people are starting to understand this is not a joke. This is not kicks and giggles. Mm -hmm. This is how humans communicate. And so I've seen it come from something nobody even knew existed to early pioneers believing in it, to the investment community believing in it, to the media industry believing in it, to normal humans believing in it, to the establishment believing in it, to the universe believing in it. Mm -hmm. And also resonates in marketing, I suppose. Yeah, and I think that um, marketing's behind because there's a lot of holding companies that make more money selling the old stuff. Um, so when you've got big companies that have financial interest in the status quo, then you, uh, then you have this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, didn't only build a brand with Wine Library, you also been built yourself into a brand. I did. Uh, something that you leveraged with, uh, with VaynerMedia, I, can, I do. think I can say. You're a very smart dude. Uh, thank you. You're paying very close attention, you're exactly right okay. on everything so far, go ahead. Um, what I wonder is, uh, how much is that linked to you as a person? The uh, business growth? Well, yeah. Is it, is it something that, or is something that you did with your business, something that you can transplant onto like big brands? Yes. Yeah? Yes, on all fronts. Yes, it's bigger because of my brand, but people have to remember, I got a brand because I built a business mm-hmm. before I became a brand. So I was always going to be a good businessman anyway. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of our clients never knew who I was when we got them. Um, Yes, I can transplant it to my people. Yes, I can transplant it to fans if you were listening to what they were saying to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can transplant it to brands. Yes. Now, can this brand be 100% me? Absolutely not. But if I can give it 2% me, it's got a chance to be much bigger. Mm-hmm. Can my employees be 100% me? No. But if I give them 30% me, it could be much bigger. Can VaynerMedia be Gary Vaynerchuk? Absolutely not. But if it could be 90% of me, then it could be much bigger. And so that's how I think about it. Mm-hmm. How I would think it is, what, what makes you, you, is your sincerity on, on what you sell and, and, and what you do. Uh, when I look at a brand, and a, uh, well, I, I always know that they want, want, in the end, to sell me something. Yeah, but if they make the best water, and if they make the product so it's eco-friendly, and if they are better than the other waters, and they're confident, well then that's me. You know, I run businesses. I'm not Mother Teresa. It's just that I think if you do business with me, you'll do better if you, than if you didn't. As long as that business thinks that their water is better than everybody else's. Where they get into trouble is if they know they're getting their water from the same place that somebody else is getting their water and that's 80 cents and they're $1.40. And they don't believe it. Mm-hmm. The thing that has always worked for me is I believe pure, like just, you know, I think people can taste it. That's why they're attracted to it. 
I just think that VaynerMedia is the agency for every single person. That in the world that we do, digital, like if you wanna do billboards, that's not us. If you wanna do activations at South by Southwest, live events, it's not us yet, you know? So I think, I think that um, if we stay in our lane, um, making digital work for you and bringing you money, I do think that's us. Uh, I saw you, when you finished your speech, you, you signed all the books, I saw you take a selfie or, or take a video of yourself and you say, I slayed it and I crushed these <laughs> yes, <two> guys. Yes, <laughs> is, is Is that comp competition yeah. something that drives you as well? Oh, the most. It's the part that, you know, being so competitive, unfortunately, is my gift and my curse. It's my gift because it's helped me so much. It's my curse because it's the North Star that manifests the ego and the bravado that for some people is a turn off. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that I'm coming from the good place. I want to beat these two guys, but I don't want them to fail. I want to just, just want to be better. I just want to be better. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people want people to fail, and they're not very good. And by killing everybody else, if they're the only ones left, well, you've got me. To me, I want everybody to play. I just want to rise above everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, in your speech or in the Q and A section, you, you talked a bit about your investments. You said that. Um, well, if you um, are involved from the beginning and you're involved organically and you build the business yourself. If I'm the operator, you're, you're, it's a home run. Yeah, but you also have quite the track record in investing in something that you don't have. What I refer operation. to is the middle. So when I'm the operator, it's a home run. When I've invested and have nothing to do with the business, I've done extremely well. Home runs, mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter. It's the middle. When it's kind of my business and I'm kind of supposed to be involved, but I'm not the decision maker. That was funky for me in 2009 to 13. Now I've done it better. I had a company called Brave Consulting Firm. They just sold to Turner. Win. I was involved that way. I've got a company called Resi, a restaurant open table competitor. It's doing extremely well. I learned a lot. And, I'm failing. And made promises up front that were different. Used my time and my strategies more effectively. I've learned from failing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Yeah, real pleasure. I wish you well. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.